0: And now this is the DDT wrestling podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson.
1: I meant to ask you Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, was there an issue with my end of the recording for last week's show? Did like did did I like miss a minute or two of something?
0: Oh, yeah, there was a problem. Okay. This is just, again, indicative that you don't actually listen to the show. For all fans out there of DDT podcast, know that your faithful host, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, does not listen back to these shows at all. He just sends his audio off into the void that is DC... I'm sorry, that is Doc Manson's email account, and he never thinks about it again. Um, and he's walked away. He, he literally took off the headphones... And he walked away, which is funny because I want to be able him to hear the fact that yes, his audio one it drifted almost the entire time he was recording. I had to constantly listen back to it and just keep adding silences. What I you mean it was? What do you mean, it was, dr- it, do you mean it was drifting? I mean your audio was drifting from my track and GQs, so like you would suddenly not be on throughout the entire runtime, and then at the very end, like. I, if you, the very end of that show last week, I put a stinger on there because about 30 seconds to a minute before you were done, your track just stopped. It started again after the show was over, but I cut all that out because that was stuff that you just hadn't pressed yeah. stop on your recording for. Um, so yeah, they, I had to just kill the show early because your audio just ceased to be there right at the end.
1: Do you listen back to every. One of our shows. I used to, but
0: I have decided now that I don't care, so I don't.
1: This is probably why I always forget what we talk about from week to week because I don't. It's, it's just I don't know if it's I don't like the sound of my own voice, but but anyway, my apologies. I will. I hopefully we will have better uh, audio quality. I have less tabs open. On this particular laptop, which eventually I should replace. No, your computer. laptop is fine, I'm sure. Uh, you'll notice GQ is once again not here. Uh, we had ourselves a little tropical storm, and uh, nobody really expected it to be much of anything. Mm. And now half of the state or so is without power. 700,000
0: um, customers or something?
1: Yeah, I think they were like, "Hey, we're down to six hundred thousand now," and I was like, "Well, that's something, I suppose, that's an improvement." Um, but yeah, GQ is out of power because he lives off in the boondocks near my parents, who are also out of power. Um, so they are, uh, yeah. He's you know he's hunkering down with some family right now because I can't imagine having two young children and no power, no air conditioning, no you know, but. Yeah. You I mean, I could
0: barely entertain myself. So. You survived. I did. I had no internet for, what, two days, basically?
1: And how did that work for you? Bad. Can you turn your phone into a personal hotspot and connect to all your devices I can, and things?
0: Except since everyone is out of power, and I live off, just as you said, in the boonies where there aren't that many cell phone towers, and the towers just instantly get overwhelmed. Um, by everybody else doing that, it becomes this thing where the connection just keeps dying, and maybe you can load a page. But, like, yeah, literally for two days, like, I would open the Amazon app, and it would
1: just never load, like, the homepage. Like, just... How often are you using the Amazon app, or is that just your way of testing whether or not you have internet? Um
0: that was my way of testing whether or not I had internet at the moment, but I use the Amazon app fairly frequently. I'd say it's on my first home screen on my iPhone.
1: I use it frequently. I do a lot of my shopping on Amazon. I, I used to, I haven't done it like since the, uh, the, the quarantine, I actually have been shopping on Amazon less probably cause my wife has been shopping on Amazon more, but I don't even have the app. Mm. I, I literally go to amazon.com on, you know, a computer or something and, But no, I do all sorts of
0: stuff. There's regular even groceries I like to get off Amazon, Um, oat milk, um, creamer and stuff
1: like that. You know, Mm -hmm. so So what did you do for two days? Obviously, you weren't able to work, which was a nice bonus. But what did you do for the day and a half or so or two days that you did not have Internet?
0: Eh, I read a little bit of a book. I took some naps. I watched some DVDs. You know, what are you reading
1: or watching or napping?
0: Um, I was napping in my bed. That was nice. Uh, I was reading a book on horror movies, um, just about history and things. Um, and then I was watching Godzilla vs. Megalon, third from the end of the Showa series from that collection I got. Only two movies left, DC! Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla and Terror of Mechagodzilla. Which one has been your favorite so far? Oh, the first one, Godzilla. Okay. I was surprised, and- though, actually, because movies that I remember not liking as a kid, um, like Godzilla versus Hedorah, it's a um, Godzilla versus the Smog Monsters, the English title. And that was like a mid to late 60s, little psychedelic. There's like animated cuts here and there, go go music, you know, the whole nine yards, 60s style. And I remember not being a big fan of that one as a kid, but like that one actually has some interesting social commentary in it, and it actually works pretty well as a movie on rewatch. Um, I enjoyed that one quite a bit. And there's another one that, as a kid, that I didn't really like either. Um, again, the English title is called Godzilla's Revenge. Um, I forget what the Japanese title really is. It's Godzilla. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's it's not even really a Godzilla movie because it's about this little kid who gets bullied. And, like, Godzilla is a fictional character in that world, you know? And he, like, imagines Godzilla as, like, his imaginary best friend. Sure. And, like, I always thought that one was really corny um, as a kid. But that one also, I thought, worked okay. And part of it probably is the fact that this is actually the first time that I'm seeing all of these movies um, in their, basically, basically, in their original Japanese and when I was a kid, I was always seeing the English translated versions, which often had a lot of footage cut from them or rearranged, mm-hmm. things like that. So I, it's hard for me to say which what part of it is it that I'm just older and re-watching these films, or is it that the original cuts of these films just make more sense than the English versions did because everything's in there? It's hard to say exactly why, but a, a few of those films that I remember not liking... Um, I liked more this go-around, so that's that's interesting.
1: I'm trying to think of how many, I'm not sure how many Godzilla movies I've seen start to finish. Will Will you take a venture into Godzilla in an episode, perhaps, of the horrid podcast?
0: Uh, yeah, probably. I can't see how we would get um, through the history of horror without eventually talking about uh, the 1950s and the fear of war and all of that, you know, nuclear... Nuclear munitions and um, science fiction that sort of spawned from that as well. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that'll be in there somewhere, although I don't know when or where exactly.
1: Season four, season five, season...
0: I don't know that I'm going to continue going chronologically, so um, yeah, I'm not sure that that'll just like naturally progress to the
1: 1950s. I think I'll probably end up skipping around, but we'll see. Fair enough. Uh, we wound up Lucking out, you know, our apartment complex has underground wires and just for, you know, not a ton of trees. And, you know, it wasn't until this morning when I went out for my daily stroll that I realized how much damage it was from our windows looking out. I was like, all right, it doesn't look so bad. And then I'm walking out on the path and I look across this little field and there is a completely uprooted tree that has taken some sort of water pipe with it. So I'm like,
0: all right, then.
1: Yeah, I, things
0: we were uh, up, things were kind of rough, I guess.
1: Yeah, we were out today, and there were you know trees down and all sorts of things. So, but it seems like everybody you know is do is doing okay, and hopefully people will get power back soon. Um, yeah, is there is there a chance, Doc Manson, that <laughs> Mrs. Manson is going to come bring you some sort of delightful treat at some point in the course of this episode? That seems unlikely, DC. Okay. Because there is a topic I wanted to discuss, and I believe we are going to need a female input oh. on it. So would you like me? I can text your wife and say. If you like, but uh, I'm good. Okay, then. You, you had too much together time? You ready for some, uh, for some separation? When, when you two are both working from home. Are you in separate rooms with the, you know, door shut and you don't see each other until lunch, if not afterwards?
0: Um, no, we are in different rooms, but the doors are only shut if we're in meetings where, you know, do not disturb. But otherwise, the door is open and we sort of just wander in and comment on
1: how our days are going throughout the day. You know, that sort of thing. Yes, my wife and I do the same thing, and I like that. Uh, but I could also see where, you know, you might need to... Now, she's working from home permanently, right? Or at least... Yeah,
0: she'll be working at home at least through the end of the um, calendar year. <clears throat> and are
1: you going to be able to do that now?
0: I don't know. Um, I think I'm picking up a second position like I did last fall at another yeah. local institution doing some teaching. That's going to be in person, so I, I'll be going venturing out to do that, I guess. And um, But otherwise... I probably should go to my primary position from time to time but like because like I am bringing I am bringing exactly but I'm bringing my staff back to campus to do stuff Um, so I feel like I should be there as well but at the same time you know even the staff that I'm bringing back again the whole point is like you know we're scheduling them in to only do half time staggering work schedules etc the whole point is to not get people in the same room and interacting with each other right but to still be productive and do things that they need to do, and some of that stuff requires um, being on campus. So that's why they're going back. But the more I think about it, I'm like, I could pop in once or twice a week, I could say hi, we could have some meetings, but all that stuff, really, the more I think about it, really should just be done online, because if the whole point is to lower density and not actually be near each other, yeah, I can't really come up with a justification for why I would be there. So... Again, I might be there a little bit, but I don't think I'm going to be there very much.
1: <clears throat> That's – yeah. I was I was thinking, you know, since your staff is going to be doing all manner of things, I think you could be, like, the voice from beyond and sort of just kind of running the show from afar. Yeah. Uh, you may have heard a door close. That's because Mrs. Manson has joined us. Open, really. Oh. All right. Well, there was a door sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how to best do this so that she can actually hear what I'm going to ask her. I mean, I could just give her the headphones and walk away. No, because knowing you, you won't come back. And I mean, I might come back, Mrs. Manson. How are you? She can't hear you. Okay. Should I give her the headphones? Clo- no, she was leaning close to you, so I thought maybe she could hear me a little bit. How How are you?
0: Okay. Oh, and Oscar's here too.
1: Here, sit down.
0: All right, Mrs. Manson putting on the headphones. to that thing.
2: Hi, hello, how are you?
1: I'm great, how are you? Um, um, <laughs> uh, the reason I'm, I, I called you up here, I asked to speak to you, is you yeah. are a female...
0: I'm wrestler, uh, so you guys have
1: fun. <laughs> All right, <good>. bye. <clears throat> you are a female who is, in some form or fashion, a wrestling fan, are you not?
0: Ish,
2: right, yeah, okay. Uh,
1: have you heard about this whole thing that AEW is doing for the female fan?
2: Not really. I've seen some stuff on Twitter, but I've mostly kind of overlooked it because I don't really know what it's about. And I assume sure. it's something.
1: So so Brandy Rhodes has started something called AEW Heels, as in the shoe, but, oh, also, a play, okay. but also a play on the wrestling term. And I'm, I'm reading from the website. Uh, AEW Heels is a new community for women who love wrestling. Uh, it's designed to celebrate and inspire female fans around the world. Uh, so have you felt as a female fan <laughs> like you have needed to be celebrated and inspired?
2: Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I can understand why they might be trying to do something like this in the wake of all of the, the scandal and all of the horribleness towards women that was occurring in wrestling. So maybe that's something sure. that they're trying to do. but. It kind of seems cheesy.
1: <laughs> How much money would you be willing to pay to take part in this great community of, oh, uh, of female fans?
2: Oh, for a second there, I, I just assumed it was some kind of group thing. I didn't know that there was, of course, a, a financial charge oh, no. there. You have
1: to, you have to yes. subscribe. Of course, um,
2: of course. Because
1: because when you pay your annual membership dues, oh, uh, you have access to virtual meet and greets, special promotions, themed parties. And
2: what would this be like if this was on the flip side? It was celebrating men. <laughs> what would that be like? Is that what it, the community's like, or they're telling us? It's like by having this, you know, alternative suddenly come up, or not an alternative, but addition, I guess.
1: But you know, I so I'd heard about this, and I saw like there's merchandise you can get with big high heels on them that says AEW heels Mm -hmm. and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. Um,
2: Now let me be the first to tell you that you know not all women wear high heels. In fact, some people who who don't identify as women enjoy heels.
1: That's I, I true. just mm, I, it's kind of it cliche will be interesting. that I It will be interesting to see what happens if there are males who try to sign up. Because you go right. to the website, you can sign up your information, and then you can pay the $49 oh, per year.
2: Great, great. To
1: be a part to be a part of this. And so I just I just kind of wanted your input. I don't know. I don't yeah. I am not a female wrestling fan. I don't know personally a ton of female wrestling fans. This seems a little odd,
2: yeah. To I mean, me,
1: I like I admire the the spirit of it.
2: Sure, I think it's something they should have been doing all along, and not for an additional charge. Sorry,
1: <laughs> that's that's kind of it. I'm like the the fact that you're charging money for it is right.
2: It almost reminds weird. me of those like those marketing schemes, you know, the Tupperware parties and the. The clothing and the, you know, this is
1: this is the Mary Kay of twenty twenty.
2: Right, you know, because they're uh, they're targeting women, they're selling women. Give me your money, women supporting women, and you know what? I'm going to take my forty nine ninety nine or whatever it is and go yeah. do something else with it.
1: <laughs> well, you can. They'll also advise you on social media strategy.
2: Oh yes, for my for my social media. Yes. <laughs> mm, yeah. So you
1: can be an influencer.
2: Oh, that's exactly what I wanted to be, yes.
1: What What did you do for two days with no internet?
2: Uh, I worked on a puzzle.
1: <laughs> and does I read a, jo- read a book. Does, does Doc join you in puzzles, or does he just watch you do a puzzle?
2: So I purchased a couple puzzles, I don't know, a couple months ago. And for me, because I liked them, one was a dog puzzle and one was birds, right? Two of my interests. And they are a thousand pieces, and I just took over the kitchen table and I said, You know, you can eat elsewhere. (laughs) And for, you know, three or four days, we worked on a a, a thousand-piece puzzle. And I was working on it. And then suddenly I would come downstairs and I'd find Doc just standing over the kitchen table with his, you know, AirPods in. And just diligently working away, nice and quiet. And you know what? He likes puzzles. He's a self-appointed puzzle hater. But I think he loves puzzles. So, yeah, we started another puzzle. It's all It's called Book Club and it's all books and it's puns on books. Either that he has been enjoying it.
1: Or or he just wanted the kitchen table back. I don't hate
0: puzzles. (laughs) Mm. But the problem is I get fixated on them. Yeah. And time just melts (laughs) away in the worst way possible. That's all.
2: He has a problem walking away. That that's the problem. It's okay to stop and take a break and he just it's difficult for him to get to that point without being told. You know what? It's time to take a break. Let's step away. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. You start something and now you want to finish it. Right I, right. I can see. I can see that. Well, and now that you're got him, you got him hooked with the mm. thousand-point puzzles. Right. Aren't there like ten thousand piece puzzles?
2: There are. There's. I've looked at a couple that are two thousand pieces, and so more recently in this recent order, I got one one thousand piece. that was books, and another one that was only five hundred pieces, and it was a book shop with a dog outside. See, I'm I'm very <laughs> um, books,
1: dogs, and birds.
2: Book dogs and birds. I mean, they're really. It's how you get me. Um, and the five hundred start... piece puzzle was done in like a day, less than sure. that, I think. It was far too easy. But the one thousand piece puzzles, especially the more challenging designs, do take us I don't know, two, three, four days. So
1: I'm I'm gonna send you a puzzle that's like all just a solid color. Yeah,
2: those it's ones just, are really difficult.
1: It's just blue.
2: Yeah. So I've got a puzzle hobby going on. But I mean it could be worse. I could be spending forty nine ninety
1: nine on <laughs> I'm telling you for Interesting. If people are interested in puzzles, books, dogs, and birds, you could charge four ninety nine <laughs> and might make more money.
2: Maybe. Maybe.
1: I Because I would sign up for that. I, right. I like most of those
2: things. Right. Right. It's been, All right. you know, pretty good. So,
1: Well, thank you for coming up oh, and you're taking very time welcome. out of your busy day to oh, join us.
2: so busy. So busy over here. <laughs> I don't know say where Doc to, went, but here he say is. Say
1: hi to Oscar Why for me.
2: I sure will. Good to talk to you.
1: Bye. Good to talk to you. Bye. Hello. Hello. I didn't think you wanted to talk about AEW heels. Eh, whatever. So, uh, your wife is not going to spend forty nine dollars a year to get social media strategy advice from Brandy Rhodes. No. Why not? Well, I think she you needs don't. social media advice. You do. But what, what sort of advice would you give your wife? On social media strategy.
0: I mean, I wouldn't, but Brandy Rhodes
1: m- might have some pearls of wisdom. Do you have a fireball? I do. <laughs> I just think I'm like, I, it's either that or you developed a chewing tobacco habit since last I last saw you. Could be either one. Um, you want to talk about puzzles for a while? No. So, all right. <laughs> I mean, uh, unless yeah. you have
0: any pertinent burning questions about puzzles. No,
1: I, I said I'm going to start sending you puzzles that are just single colors. Here's a thousand pieces of purple. Let me know when you're done.
0: I would just throw it away. So <laughs> don't waste your money.
1: Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of, you know, some interesting wrestling talk because we do tend to talk a little bit. That was one piece I tried to spare you from talking about, you know, the plight of the female wrestling fan. Yeah, and how they need a community to come together. Uh, Eric Bischoff showed up in AEW. That was a thing. He moderated a debate between Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. I'm sorry to hear that, because um, Eric
0: Bischoff, while a personality who I came to enjoy when I first started rewatching wrestling, you know, in the early 2000s, sure, uh, I have since come to realize that everything he touches is bad when he doesn't have that Vince McMahon filter telling him what to do. Yeah. So is that what AEW is becoming? Is it quickly just becoming the also runs and has beens TNA light or I, I shouldn't say light 2.0, because if anything, they probably have a deeper pocketbook than TNA ever had. So
1: I had a, I had an interesting conversation late last night for me, like 10, 10 at night with Brian Bradshaw, who's a UK Fan, and I would call him a bestie, even though I don't know that he's ever emailed the show. But, um, does he listen? Well, we'll find out. Probably that I'll, I'll praise the fact that he spent the last two days turning his like attic into a podcast studio, and it looks pretty darn good. Um, what's he doing? He has a podcast where I believe they're reviewing uh episodes of Monday Nitro. Oh, okay. So the Nitro Gen cast, I think. I'm bad at podcast names. Um, But yeah, because he was taking issue to the fact that some people were saying that, you know, AEW is, and you can make this case, a bunch of WWE cast offs. And the point he was making is that. Well, the WWE has a bunch of guys from other promotions, and it's hard for them to, you know, have homegrown talent. And I went and looked at the current champions, and I was like, most of them are their homegrown talent. You know, Drew McIntyre really is a WWE guy. Braun Strowman, WWE guy. Sasha and Bailey, WWE. Um, you know, you get to AJ Styles and Apollo Crews, and you go, okay, they were somebody before this, but most of their mainstream champions. Yeah, I hear you. You know. Um, but it's weird. The, the stuff that's going on with AEW is weird. This AEW Heels thing, again, I said this to your wife, I like the spirit of what they're trying to do. Creating a community for female fans to have a space for them to go and be, you know, and enjoy wrestling together. Lovely idea. But why... Charging $49 that- a year for it. Yeah,
0: why? why are they charging $50 for just... What really should be a hashtag.
1: You get meet and greets. You get you know. I haven't read much about it, so I I, I didn't know that there was. I was I was reading some of it. It, There are there are certain perks that they'll have. Supposedly, I guess when COVID is gone, they'll have parties just for female fans. They'll have you know. They'll have. you know, potentially they're going to have a Discord server where the female wrestlers will take part in the conversation on the Discord server with people who have subscribed. So what's to stop me from subscribing? That's a great question. I don't know because I got to the point where I could put in my information and subscribe. Perhaps they would monitor the subscribers and kick you out. But that's an interesting – that's a sticky wicket to – uh Correct, because even
0: though I'm me, and I look like me, and whatever, and I have my name, I could identify as female, and I presume that from the limited stuff that I saw, it seemed like they were being open to anyone who identifies as female, so I I don't see how they would get around to that sticky wicket of really only accepting, how do you prove you're female, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a thing... It's provable.
1: Yeah. There are some things about this that that are weird. And the fact that they got flack for it because in the middle of a global pandemic with lots of unemployment and lots of issues financially, bringing out a, pro- a product that's going to cost $50 a year is a little odd. Um, and apparently Cody and Brandy started lashing out at fans and blocking people and just, you know, the – The public relations side, I don't know personally that Triple H and Stephanie engage in wars of words with their fans. And now, granted, Cody and Brandy don't own AEW in the same way that the McMahon family owns the WWE, but it's a bad look. Sure. Um, I agree with that statement. I know you didn't watch, but if I say the words Raw Underground to you, what do you think of?
0: I think of Bray Wyatt as
1: one of the mole men from the Incredibles. That would be great. Uh, That's it. That's something. I wonder if that's been done. That seems like, that sounds like an email Glenn would send recast the Incredibles only (laughs) using pro wrestlers. (laughs) Well, Brock Lesnar's Mr. Incredible, obviously. Mm. Um, What is a raw underground DC? So rumor circulated late in the day on Monday that Shane McMahon was going to show up on Raw and he was going to unveil a new concept. And then people started talking about how about a decade ago, like when NXT was first starting, Shane wanted to do an MMA style, almost like a fight club uh, with NXT.
0: Just, Just the one acronym, MMA. You're already quickly losing me here. If this is interesting, you you better you better get to the part where it's interesting.
1: So Shane McMahon introduced us all to a WWE fight club that takes place in some warehouse and it's wrestlers in like jeans and no shirt, supposedly having real fights in this sort of grungy, dirty back room room. Sort of thing are they having real fights I can't I can't imagine that they are but
0: no I didn't of course they're not If they were they'd have to have all sorts of permits they'd have to register like they were MMA or boxing like they couldn't yeah. just do this but
1: um again, I didn't see it but I'm considering week one a success because not only did a lot of people start talking about it it's not brawl for all. Are you sure that sounds like brawl for all. But see, the problem was Brawl for All was supposed to be legitimate, and the problem was the wrong guy won. They figured the Doctor Death Steve Williams was going to run away with it, and Bart Gunn beat the crap out of him.
0: Uh huh.
1: So, um, but what makes introduced- this any
0: better? Then because if this is
1: real, they still It's not real. That it's supposed to be real, but it's not real. Okay. Um, what I liked about it was. They introduced a new guy and this big guy, Babatunde. I think they changed his name. But this big guy who's been in NXT for a while, um, he was in, like, one of the greatest Royal Rumbles or something like that. They had the Viking Raiders. One of them was in a fight. They didn't look like Vikings. Nobody had a bowling ball. They looked like legit tough guys. Um, This stable of Lashley and Shelton Benjamin. I understand you don't care.
0: No, I I was going to say – I. I don't understand the
1: bowling ball reference. You missed it. You should watch this. There was a match between the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits. They had been having all of these athletic competitions. They played darts. They went and did basketball. They did this and they did that. And then they had this backstage brawl that involved at one point one of them taking a bowling ball and rolling it into the other person's junk. Of course, they did that. Yes. Okay. Continue. There was dumpster diving, and so, um, so yeah. So I thought it was an interesting way of doing it. It featured people who do. You know, Lashley has a legit background in in Ultimate Fighting. Shelton Benjamin is a legit amateur wrestler. So I thought it was interesting. I don't know if this is going to be the third hour. I you know somebody said it was the entire ten to eleven o'clock hour. There was 2 hours of your typical Raw show and then an hour of Raw Underground. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if that's what it's going to keep being. I think it's interesting and I'm willing to see where it goes. I think it's interesting
0: but- and I think, you know, with ratings being what they are, cuz again, I don't I still don't think ratings matter, but with ratings being yeah. what they are, why not experiment? Especially while now you've got a perfectly good excuse to experiment in ways that you can't normally, because you're beholden to arenas and fans and crowds, sure. etc. It's a good time to experiment. So, I,
1: I, yeah, who knows? Throw it up against the wall. See if it sticks. I don't know. Go for it. There also is apparently a new stable called Retribution. There were five hooded figures. Raw had all sorts of, like, technical glitches and things. And then Did these ever- five people.
0: Did they ever announce who the hacker was that was no, doing? No, that kind of that kind of died. What was the hacker doing? I don't even remember.
1: That was like Mandy was and like, Otis and stuff. Yeah, it was almost like GT. You know, in the nineties, there was GTV, which was all of this like secret camera stuff catching these backstage yeah. moments that weren't supposed. It was something similar to that. I don't remember what it was. You just said the glitch thing, so it's retribution yeah. related to the hacker. Maybe, maybe that's what it's going to be. But it was five people in like. Hooded sweatshirts. Also, and masks. the way you said it, retro
0: Buchan. I sort of thought about eight bit graphics, like retro video games, and that I was like, be "Oh, that is great!"
1: But they basically threw a Molotov cocktail at like this big transformer, and it blew up, and then the feed disappeared. And so, people are speculating as to who these five people could be. Is it you know? Is it going to be people from NXT? Is it going to be is this Sami Zayn's new thing when he comes back? Is this you know? Uh somebody in the bestie chat suggested it's gonna be Sami Zayn, uh Tommaso Ciampa, and Rusev will come back. And I was like, well now that's all I want. I Keep want dreaming him him back. I don't want him to just be a Twitch gamer. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's that's his that's his new job now. He's a full time Twitch streamer. How's that's that going new... for him? Uh he got banned from Twitch for a day. <laughs> so well, got it. So but yeah. Those are the big wrestling news, the items that I know of: Raw, Underground, and this AEW heels thing. Okay. Uh, anything you're bringing to the party? Any topics for discussion? Any interesting things you want to share? Where t- after today? Uh, I believe today, after today, we are sixty percent done with 2020. Great. We're almost. D- we're almost there, Doc.
0: Um. We, on- we what, only had a hurricane. What do you think happens in? when the calendar rolls over to 2021 you think magic
1: happens and it's obviously, all better obviously everything is wonderful again january 1st immediately everyone wakes up in the morning opens their door vaccines on the doorstep ready for them to use uh completely let me new ask you a question and,
0: what yeah. if a vaccine it, well let's let's presume it's effective which it you know probably won't be like a 100 percent but Let's assume it's relatively effective. You have to take a booster shot of the vaccine every two months for the rest of your life. How do you feel about that? How much does the booster shot cost? Mm, Let's assume your insurance covers it.
1: I don't love the idea, but at the same time, I also don't love the idea of being on a ventilator. Um, So, you know... Sign you up. I don't know about that, but I would be interested. I I would need more information, right? And I would need more information too,
0: obviously. But I'm just starting to think. You know, they're starting to look to see that antibodies maybe two to three months with this virus. They don't last much longer than that. Would a vaccine antibodies last longer than that? Unclear. So in my head, that starts looking like a vaccine that requires regular boosters to maintain your immunity. I don't know. Hopefully it goes
1: better than that. Well, is is there a disease like that? You know, because we get immunizations for all sorts of diseases, and you sometimes need the like boosters every. I think of like tetanus; you need every two years, which it might be a totally different sort of thing. Well, tetanus is usually but, like one every ten years, but yeah. yeah. What did I say? Two years? Yeah, I meant ten years. But. um You know, has there been a disease that needs that sort of frequency in terms of immunizations?
0: No, not that kind of frequency. But I mean, there are there are vaccines that need boosters. You know, several of the childhood vaccines require boosters. In theory, probably the most regular reoccurring vaccine some people get is the flu vaccine, which is only once per year. Um, But this could be worse than that. You know, we'll see, Mm. you know. I'm not saying that's if, definitely going to happen. There's a good chance that the vaccine's immunity will last longer than if the getting, natural if infection. If getting
1: a but. booster, if having to go get a shot, I mean, that's also it. Like, you know, am I going to have to make an appointment and go sit in a, you know, clinic waiting room for an hour and a half? I mean, so I'm going to assume
0: with your sort of job that they would just have them come out to your schools once every three months and do everybody, right? If I could do that and then not have to
1: wear the mask... Anymore, or I would probably you know, still recommend wearing the mask, even with the booster. Every yeah, are we just wearing masks forever now? Maybe,
0: I think it, I mean, maybe it really does depend. Like, if we get a vaccine that's only like 30% effective, yeah, I think we're wearing masks for from now on. I think it's the new normal, <laughs> but maybe not. Maybe the human immunity will be a lot better than that, you know what I mean? But you and but with this country, with anti vaxxers and people who don't. We'll refuse vaccines no matter what. Uh, yeah, masks, I think, are here to stay. Because I don't think this virus is going anywhere. We're not going to eradicate it. I was at
1: my local Mega Mart um, just before we recorded. And, like, the store manager is walking around with his mask doing the, what was it, Kilroy? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I understand you have to wear a mask all the time. and It's probably not comfortable and it probably affects your breathing. But you're walking around, like the floor of the store with the mask not properly situated and i you know i have to have this conversation with like how much of a dick do i want to be like do i go make it you know do i mention it to somebody do i send an email just letting everyone know you know that this guy is not like Uh or do i just or do i just go well he's an ass and move on with my day
0: yeah and hope that you don't end up on a ventilator because he's an ass
1: I do feel a little stuffy, but I don't think I would be noticing symptoms, you know, after fifteen minutes, right? (laughs) No, probably not. All right. (sighs) But yeah, no, I no, I think twenty twenty one just everything's you know, we'll have a new president. He'll, you know, fix all of the problems in our country immediately. Everything will be great. Sure hope we have a new president, but (laughs) we'll all get we'll all get, you know, forty percent raises. Yeah, that ain't happening living wages on top of that. That'd be
0: nice. I don't think are we
1: so. To be, are we supposed to be getting another stimulus check?
0: No, not yet. Congress will not come to any sort of agreement. Trump is saying he may unilaterally act to provide stimulus if the Congress does not do something by this weekend. But if he does that, he's just going to end up with another court case because... The president, yes, he has the right to executive orders, but he does not have the right to the purse strings. So he has no ability to actually yeah. allocate money for a stimulus. But the, but the real thing that he wants to get done and the reason why he's saying he's going to act unilaterally is because he wants to um, postpone the election. No. Nah, well, yes, that, too. But he wants to um, suspend the payroll tax. So basically all business owners don't have to pay that particular tax. Throughout this next period. Yeah, it's just, I, again, I, as somebody who used to think I agreed with a lot of what Republicans were saying as part of the platform, at this point, like, I, none of it, DC. I am buying none of it anymore. It's over.
1: Yeah, I, that whole post, I like, I understand. It's going to be a cluster. It is told this whole mail in voting system, like, oh, yeah, especially since
0: you know they're completely crippling the USPS intentionally so that they have difficulty actually responding to mail in voting. You would think that what they would be doing is oh, there's a virus, we have to in- support mail in voting. We better put together a bill where we, in where, where instead of giving 500 billion dollars to small businesses, we give it to the United States Postal Service. And we get them into tip-top shape over the course of the next three months so that when Election Day comes, yeah. they can handle it and process it. But instead, they're all doing of these, the exact
1: opposite. All of these people who are now unemployed because we can't go anywhere could be essentially hired to be even temporary United uh-huh. States postal workers. And you would think that that's what they would
0: do because they could do that, but they're not.
1: Ugh. Yeah. What a pain in the ass. And what a fucking bullshit. Twenty twenty one, man, everything's better. Hope so. I gotta, I gotta keep that. I gotta keep that. Otherwise, there is no point in getting out of bed in the morning. Uh, I start
0: you know looking why? very seriously at leaving this country after November if things don't go a certain way, because this country oh, is a there's fucking gonna be joke.
1: A, there is going to be people, you know, buying barrels and starting to paddle towards, you know, oh yeah, the Az- the Azores. Um, to try to get out of here. Uh, why I get up in the morning, Doc Manson, besides the fact that I might talk to you, are emails. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. We've got three emails today. The first one, of course, bestest of the besties, Glenn, titled Hammy. Hi,
0: guys. Another challenge for this week. Name your top five acting wrestlers or wrestling actors. So it can be a mix of both, not exclusively one or the other. Thanks for all your support, and
1: Jeremy and Minds Hooray into the podcasting game. What's the name of that podcast again? It is Piece of Business Podcast at Piece of Business. You can get it on iTunes now. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Anchor, which apparently is a thing. Um, yeah, check them out. Yeah, it. I listened to the first episode. There's. I. I was going to talk about this as my piece of positivity, but since we're on the subject now, I. Uh, it It is very cool to have a watch-along that isn't, you know, the entire Cruiserweight Classic like we did. It's one match. And each week, they bring you one match. And so I watched uh, Rhea O'Reilly, who's not Rhea Ripley, um, versus Jazz in the smallest wrestling venue I have ever seen. That's cool. It was like... Yeah, but and you know, listening to them talk about it and hearing Glenn's expertise and the you know that that promotion, it was a lot of fun. So highly recommend piece of business, uh, if you get the chance. You know, forty minutes, nice. Can I ask you a question? Succinct, yeah. How much did you get paid for that intro? None. Oh, out of the goodness, man. out of the goodness of my heart, and thankfully, I gave them three options. I gave them just that one. I gave them one in an announcer voice, and I gave them Nerd DC's intro, and I'm really glad they didn't pick that <laughs> one. Was it a good... uh Was it a parody? With Glenn? No, it was just me using that <laughs> voice. With Glenn and Jeremy! Oh, I would have loved to have heard that. Alright, alright. Um, Alright, so top five acting wrestlers or wrestling actors. So these could be
0: Actors who are in a wrestling ring. Yes. That's the distinction. Oh, that's
1: true. That's very true. Or wrestlers who act. That's a very good point.
0: Yes, I think that's the distinction that he's making here, a mix of those two.
1: No, I... But I don't think think I'm going
0: to be choosing Stephen Amell for anything, so...
1: He would be the only one I might. Like, he wasn't bad. Yeah, it was fine. Clearly, he's he's an athlete. Yeah. I mean, can
0: I just choose RoboCop? I know that's a character more than an actor, but...
1: Yes, I give you permission to choose Robocop. I might choose Drew Carey. Oh, okay, there who you came go. Came out for the Royal Rumble, got Tombstone, and that was. I'm not like just that was funny because I don't think he was ever like on TV leading up to it. He just showed up. Who's
0: your <laughs> favorite just... wrestler turned actor? There's a fair number of choices. I mean, obviously the most mainstream successful is The Rock, but well,
1: and and. That is probably my answer, if you think, like, the rundown and, you know, like, he's been in some fantastic movies, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think props also to Rowdy Roddy Piper. He was in a few real fun films
1: with John Carpenter. You
0: know, They Live, Uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown, another sort of horror classic um, with him. You know.
1: Uh, Batista was great as Drax he in was. the Guardians movies. I was really
0: surprised. And, you know, he's been doing all right. I haven't seen it, but I yep. heard his role in the Blade Runner um, sequel was decent. Yep.
1: Um, he had that movie with Kumail Nanjiani. That, that was funny. apparently very That was apparently very good. Stuber.
0: Yeah, I didn't movies, see it, so but it. I thought the trailers looked good. Um, Obviously, there's Hogan. He was kind of the first guy, but those yeah, films. You know,
1: Randy Savage's Bone Yeah, yeah. That's just a great Bonesaw part. Saw is ready. You know, Triple H randomly playing a vampire in Blade Trinity. That was like one awful. Of the worst oh movies. My God, that was bad. Uh you know, I haven't seen any of the Marine films. No, they don't interest like me. Like John C- John is not bad. I've seen him in one or two things. He's not bad. I don't think he'd make my top five. No, but like you know, now like the maze with like Bo Dallas was in a Marine film. I probably should need to see that just because it's Bo Dallas. And wasn't like, Rusev in a film?
0: Some... Like he had a gun or something. It was whatever one of those movies had. Dean Ambrose says the lead.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I think that's, I like, I think, you know, that they can't do it now, but I think at one point it was just like, let's just see how many wrestlers we can fit into. Um, George, the animal steel was in Ed. Wasn't he in Ed, Ed Wood? I believe that's true. Yes. Wood? Yeah. Uh... So Jesse, the body Ventura.
0: Oh yeah, he was in, Jesse, What he was Running him.
1: Man, Predator? Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So we're not giving you a top five, but there was a bunch we named <laughs>
0: Undertaker. He was in Suburban Commando
1: with Hogan. Kevin Nash played Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, <laughs> Secret of the Use. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I'm trying to think of other act like Drew Carey. That was random. Stephen Amell actually had a match, but you know, like they've done the athletes. You're Lawrence Taylor. You're Carl Malone. You're Dennis Rodman, but I'm trying to think of other actors that have been uh, – what's his name? David Arquette, I guess.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Technically. But, yeah. Uh,
1: I'm not going to – I don't know if we need That's to our pick top five. five. That's our top five. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, Jeremy, speaking of the other half of the Piece of Business podcast, it's titled Who?
0: Settle down, DC. This question is not about Jim Neidhart. Ridge Holland, Who? Granted, this is a first-round choice in the WWE Soap Opera name draft. Why are WWE names so bad sent from my iPhone? I have no idea what he's talking about, DC. Please enlighten me.
1: Uh, Ridge Holland is the name of a wrestler. He was in NXT UK for a bit, and now that NXT UK is on hiatus, uh, I believe last week or yesterday on NXT, he made his NXT uh, proper debut. Um, I... Somebody asks, uh, Susie Alto asked, who this guy was, and I said, it's like you put Brock Lesnar and Chad Gable into a blender, and you would come out with Ridge Holland because he's got he's kind of big, but he's not giant, but he's a muscular guy. He's got the amateur credentials. Um, I enjoy him. I think he's he's good. Uh, why are the names so bad? If you believe the the FCW documentary that I watched a couple of weeks ago um, the wrestler comes in with 15 or 20 names that they choose for them like that they come up with themselves the the WWE Brain Trust comes up with some names they narrow it down to a final list and then apparently the wrestler themselves does get some of the final say, so like Bailey was talking about, they had all of these different options for names for her and somebody had said Bailey and they wanted to spell it B A, you know, some differently. And she wanted to do, oh, oh, they wanted to do a BAI and she asked if it could be B-A-Y because she's from the San Francisco Bay Area and they said, sure. So they, so I, you know, so I guess Ridge Holland came up with the name himself, but the names are pretty, you know. Ridge Holland, Dexter Loomis, Damian Priest, Dominic Dijakovic. All right. You want to contribute anything to this part of the conversation? No, you're good.
0: The next email comes in from (laughs) Simon. Greetings from sunny Manchester. I really don't like wrestling or watching it, but I love you guys and our bestie family. So here's my invite for you to both do what I love you doing the most. Please talk about anything else. Simon. Simon. Well all right then. Alrighty then, what are we gonna talk about? If it's anything else but wrestling.
1: Well let's see. We covered Godzilla. We covered uh, what's what's going on with uh Sound Scary. You know, GQ's not here, but um, oh, yeah. Um we're just we're
0: releasing episodes um weekly basis. So the episode seventeen released this
1: week. Hellraiser was the film. Check it out. And then when forgive me if it's already you started, but when is the horrid movie podcast coming has episode one dropped already or
0: no horrid episode one is going to drop on the 10th so not too much longer few days uh, this upcoming Monday I guess it'll drop I'm planning on it being bi-weekly right now so um, it won't be on a weekly basis but every other week for the next little while anyways and we'll see how that goes I'm thinking you know it probably will only be something like eight episodes in the first season And then it'll probably be an extended break before anything else comes out. But that's the current plan.
1: What is making you think that you're no longer going to do chronological? Is it just the nature of it that going chronologically is just not going to work?
0: I think you could go chronologically, except I think there are other things that I want to read and write about.
1: You know? so Fair enough. Well, perhaps... Are, is every season going to have a theme? Like, is this season the early days of horror? And- that's that's sort of what I'm thinking,
0: yes. Um, this early season, I'm sort of referring to it as the dawn of horror. It's basically everything from the beginning of cinema, the very first films, the birth of the film industry, um, through probably about the release of the Universal Monster films, um, 1930s. Those were the first movies with sound and those are also basically the very first spoiler <laughs> spoiler for season one of Horrid, the very first movies that were actually marketed using the term horror film. Hmm. So interesting. That's interesting. basically where I think I'm gonna stop the first season.
1: Well, all right, so you heard it here first then. Not only should you make sure to subscribe you've already subscribed to Sounds Scary. Make sure you subscribe to the Piece of Business podcast and make sure by Monday you've subscribed to Horrid so you can listen to even more Doc Manson. It's true. You can decide whether or not you want to listen to Horrid first or buy the book first. You know what I'm going to listen to first? Horrid 100%. So that's just my That's because you don't listen to your own podcasts. No, I don't. Yeah. Thanks, though. I appreciate it. No, I don't. Uh, that's something to feel positive about. So I ask you, Doc Manson. Is that your piece of positivity? Like, did we, did we, did we? Uh, yeah, let's go with in? that. Let's go with that. Jump like, in too early. I mean,
0: honestly, it's That's... been a slow week. No internet for a few days. Um, haven't had a lot going on. But
1: did did it give you a time to slow down? You don't want to mention the puzzles. What the puzzles? The positive thing. If I bought you a, oh man, no, never mind. I'm not even going to ask. Start twitching. Oh, I'm going to find one. Oh. oh yeah. All right might need to send you some mail i'm gonna test that usps <laughs> uh all right so doc's piece of positivity is the horrid podcast understandably so um i now i'm kind of i was gonna mention the piece of business podcast but what else i'm just it's looking just, around like what it's gonna lamp catch my eye. mirror <laughs> bed <laughs> I like this ramekin I have. It's really it's from Corningware. Um, I fill it with delicious treats. I, I went out today uh, and and ran a couple of errands. I've run errands in town, like this this street and Main Street in the town I live in. I've gone that way, but this was the first time we went cross town. We we drove through a college campus. We did all sorts of things. Um, we had we had an appointment with a with a jewelry store. And then we met my parents and actually had lunch outside at a restaurant, which is the first time I've done that in four and a half months. Felt perfectly fine. Everyone was spaced out. Everything was good. The person bringing us out things was masked and gave us plenty of space and all of that. So that was a nice piece of, of normal, although, I, you know, I'm kind of like, all right, it was nice to have different food I Had a lovely chicken bacon uh, honey mustard panini. That sounds that nice. That was quite good. That was quite good. But you know, I I do these things. Like I was at the Mega Mart today. I I don't like going to the Mega Mart anymore. I used to be there all the time. Now I'm like, no, don't need to. Yeah, I was like going out to a restaurant. I was like, I would come back here and get takeout, right, and eat it somewhere else. I don't feel
0: like I'm missing a key part of my life right now. Yeah, sorry.
1: You know, I I I don't want to wear masks all the time it's it's fine I'd but I would prefer not to uh, I'd like to eventually be able to go back to doing my job the best way to do it if not this crazy way we're going to have to do it in a couple of weeks um but yeah there are certain things that like even when you know I heard on a podcast recently that some movies are talking about you know they'll have a cinematic release but then two or three weeks later it'll be out streaming or it'll be out on you know yeah. you can you can buy it on Universal uh, signed a deal iTunes. to
0: stream movies 17 days after that
1: was it yeah. that was what I heard on that pocket on a podcast and I'm like I will probably not go to a movie for I'll, I'll wait 17 days and watch it at home I would except I'm not going to pay thirty dollars to watch it at home so there are certain movies like if Black Widow came out I would pay thirty or forty dollars to no thank you but again. It's it's. Am I renting it or do I now own it? You're renting it. Oh, I'd have to think about that. There.
0: Right for thirty dollars? No, thank you.
1: And again, that I'm gonna like, just put it on Disney Plus.
0: I will like. wait until it's on Disney Plus and I can watch it for nothing.
1: Yeah. Anywho, it was it was nice to to be out at a restaurant for the first time in a while. But I I don't feel a strong need to repeat the experience, unless you would like to go somewhere. I would like for to get you, some fun, but. You can't eat it there, so. That's true. That's true. We'll find a place. Just sit in the middle of the highway. Um, um, um. I'm down. Uh, thank you for joining us on another wonderful episode. Thrilling. Hopefully my Hopefully my audio is much cleaner. I haven't felt like I've been stuttering or anything like that. Uh, Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into this lovely Thursday? We're recording a day late because of the internet issues. Uh, good night.
0: If you'd like to have your thoughts right in the air, send us a message at podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can listen to our back catalog at DDTpod.com or at your podcast repository of choice. And finally, head on over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling to send just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It does help us keep the lights on and the podcast train a chugging.
1: He is Doc Manson. I am. At Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining us once again. Have yourselves a wonderful week. Stay safe. Keep each other safe. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie?